welcome to the Reality Check Podcast. I'm Zachary Phillips. In today's episode, I want to talk about facing the demons of your mind. So before we get into the episode, I just want to ask a favor. If you're enjoying this podcast or my blogs or anything that I've done, the best way that you can support me would be to recommend it to a couple of people that you know. The benefits of this will be twofold. Firstly, they'll get to see the content that I'm putting out there and if you've got some benefit from it, they'll probably get a similar benefit from it as well. But more importantly, by sharing content related to mental illness, you're showing that person that you're a safe person to talk to. So if you share you know, this podcast or anything that I've done or anything that's related to mental illness, you're saying to that person that it's okay to talk to you and that potentially they're someone that you, they can come to when they're in a bad place. You know, sometimes people wait for the right opportunity and they don't know who they can go to when they're in a time of need. If you open up the lines of communication, perhaps you can help them, not only by the content that you're sharing, but also by, you know, putting the hand of friendship out and saying, hey, this can help you and I'm also here to help you as well. We can talk about this. And, you know, it might help people more than you know because it'll help them to see that there are other people out there going through the same things as them and that there's ways that they can heal. I recently read a study that suggested that people would prefer to be electrocuted than to be left alone with their own thoughts. There's a few variations of this one. Um, one of them would be that given the option of being alone for an extended period of time, you know, with no stimulus, or receiving a certain voltage of electric shock, more people would choose the electric shock. And obviously you could change the time and change the voltage. But the results were basically clear that people would well and truly prefer to be electrocuted than they would prefer to be left alone with their thoughts. And in another variation, people were left alone in a room with no stimulation except for a button. And when they press the button, the button zaps them. When you think about it, like if you were left alone in a room just with a button, you might press the button once. And you press the button and it zaps you. And it's painful. It's not like a little zap. It's sort of like, you know, makes your hand recoil. So you'd think that that would be an adversive stimulus. You wouldn't want to touch it. But what they found was that over an extended period of time, people would go back to the button again and again, suggesting that the stimulus of pain is more pleasurable than being left alone with their own thoughts. And I suppose in, in response to this, these, these studies, I'm, I initially sort of was like, well, yeah, yeah, whatever, bull, bullshit, basically. But then when I thought about it, I'm like, mm, it sort of makes sense. You know, I've got my phone with me all the time. Um, and it's it's very rare that there's any time during the day, unless I choose to meditate, for example, that I'm actually left alone with my own thoughts. In the past, prior to, you know, mass communication, internet technology on our phones, smartphones and all that sort of stuff, I suppose there would have been a lot of time in which humans would have had the ability to be bored. But now there's almost no option to be. There's so much stuff that we can be doing, so much things to consume. You know, I've got hours, days, months worth of books in my cupboard. I've got heaps of instructionals on my phone. I've got more podcasts than I could possibly hope to listen to. You know, there's literally too much to do, too much to distract myself with than I have time for. So in reality, unless I take time to step out of that, I am never alone with my thoughts. And it's it's almost addictive. I'll be sitting there not, with nothing doing and my hands are just reaching for my phone and I'm 
you know, on it. I'm on a game. I'm on anything. I just find myself scrolling mindlessly. And I realized that, hmm, maybe, maybe I don't like being alone with my own thoughts. So to combat this, I, or to investigate it, I suppose, I like to meditate. It's a battle because I'm attempting to look at myself without any distraction. I'm attempting to just face the crazy person that is my mind. And it's, it can be intimidating. It can be overwhelming. It can be anxiety inducing or depressing, you know, because your mind's just there sort of yelling thoughts at you all the time, or this, at least that's my experience. So it's upon, upon reflection that study isn't that surprising. And I've taken that a step further, and this is an activity that you can try. Next time you're, you're out and about, grab a coffee and just, or like a tea or some sort of drink, and just sit and face outwards to the street as people are walking by. Or if you do it in, like, say, a food plaza. And you'll be able to see how many people are on their phones and how many people are distracted from what's happening about them. It's, it's surprising just how little people are taking in their scenery and, you know, aren't listening to music, aren't on their phone, and just being present. Even, even when there's groups of people, a lot of times they've got headphones in or they're texting while they're talking or they're, you know, they're doing something on their phone while they're eating. It's very rare to see somebody doing just one thing. It almost feels like people can't be doing one thing at a time. They're doing so many things at once. And, and, and let's, let's turn the lens in on ourselves here. I mean, I just downloaded something and it took me a minute, a minute of time. And in that minute, I'm like, wow, what am I going to do? I went for my phone, but my phone was busy. And then I'm like, huh, I wonder if I've got a book to read or something to do. And then, then I sort of stepped back and I realized that was the process. And it was, and it's a bit surprising that that's where my brain went. So the, the culmination for me for all of this is that I really want to see how deep this goes. So in a couple of days, my wife and my baby are out of the house. They're, they're staying at a friend's house. So I've got the opportunity to have the house to myself for the weekend. So on one of those days, I'm going to spend it basically doing nothing but meditating. I'm not going to be watching TV or on my phone or reading or anything. It'll, I'm not going to speak. I'm not going to write. It'll be literally just a day of meditation and self-reflection. And I want to see... I suppose, what the reaction of my mind is to that. And then I'll obviously, you know, I'll do another podcast and I'll report back what happened at the end of that. Because it'll be interesting to see when I've basically given myself no option to communicate, no option to do anything other than turn inwards and face what I will discover. And I've got to say, it's a little bit, you know, even though I'm self-imposing it, it's it's a little bit intimidating in the sense that I'm not sure what I'll find. Anyone that's read my book or looked into some of the blogs that I've put out on dissociation will know that people that have gone through some trauma in their past, their brain blocks stuff out. So it's it, it sort of hides hides you from reality or blocks it out from your conscious mind as a safety mechanism. Um but the more you the more I've been writing, the more I meditate, the more I sort of heal, the more sort of slowly coming back that I'm able to now deal with. So I expect that as a process of this, my mind will throw up a lot of stuff that I've been, I suppose, running from, turning to technology or distractions to keep my mind off it. So with that in mind, 
my next podcast will be about that and about my experiences and what I discovered. But I want to suggest a challenge to you guys, and it's only five minutes a day. For five minutes, just sit down, set a timer, and during that five minutes, you'll just focus on your breath. When you're breathing in, you'll feel the sensation on your nose, and when you're breathing out, you'll feel the sensation coming out of your nose. Thoughts will come up. You'll get distracted. When that happens, don't beat yourself up. Come back to that thought. And just five minutes a day, and see if you can do that for one month. It's not much time, but it will give you a good understanding of where your brain's at when there's no external stimulus. So please, um, connect with me on social media and tell me how this is going. I'm really actually curious to see what you guys discover, and I'll keep you updated on how this day goes. Catch ya. Thanks for listening. And if you're after more content, I also have a blog that I update regularly, as well as a one-minute video series where I'll be sharing insights on a variety of topics, including mental health, motivation, psychology, and philosophy. I'm releasing a new video daily. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please do me a massive favour and either review it on iTunes or recommend it to two people. Share the link with them and tell them why they would enjoy listening to it. Finally, I'd love to hear from you, so please connect with me on social media. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Zachary P. Phillips. Links to these, as well as anything discussed, are in the show notes. Thanks.